You're listening to the Alpha Man Project with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? It doesn't matter if you're a successful CEO or working 9 to 5. We're here once a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. You deserve greatness. Now it's time to make it happen. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Find it all at alphamanprojects.com. Now back to the show. Let me ask you a question though. Not everyone can become an entrepreneur. There are people who do like the grunt work. I mean, obviously those people aren't listening to your podcast. Maybe (laughs) some of them are listening to mine. And is there anything wrong with that? No, it's just a matter of, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, we should all be entrepreneurs. And it's like, well, I don't know if that's realistic or even should happen. What do you think about that? And what advice can you give to any of the listeners who are thinking about going into business for themselves? What can you tell them? I'm glad you brought that up. And hopefully I haven't completely alienated the people who are looking to work for some, not everybody can be an entrepreneur. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And it's not even a matter of can I or can't I. My wife is a perfect example. She does echocardiography. She does sonograms of the heart. Right. She loves doing that. It's a perfect combination of physics, biology, technology, working with people and being in the medical field. She loves it. And she has no desire whatsoever to start her own business. Now, I've kind of said, hey, maybe you could do what some of the other people have and they are the resource. You still get to go in and scan patients and work with people, but you're more of a contractor instead of an employee. So there are ways to do that. But if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is people going in and being miserable for 40, 45 hours a week trading five days a week for two days of freedom on the weekends. That's just a cycle that will never get you to where you want to go. So whatever you do, starting your own business or working for somebody else, make sure you love doing it. Make sure it's exciting to you and you look forward to going to work on Monday instead of, oh my gosh, it's Sunday afternoon and my day's already ruined because I know what's coming tomorrow. Right. That's the only thing. I know entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. And my message isn't for everybody, but for your audience, people who don't want to start their own business, it may not be the right time. They might not have any desire, but whatever they're doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, guys, make sure you like doing it. Make sure it's interesting. Make sure it's fun. If it's not, life is too short to just sit in a job that you hate because it's not going to get better. I said one tiny bit more of my rant here. I worked with so many people. It's just going to get better. It's going to get better. Management says they're going to make some changes next quarter Uh, and it's going to get better. And it's going to get, maybe it never got better. Right. And they said that that for two and a half years. Keep that hope alive. 
but it's not right. It never really right. Of course, they're trying to look on at ways to cut back on things, cut costs, especially if you're in a traditional company that it's not like a Google or a, oh, what was that other? Someone was telling me about a company where if it's surf time, everybody goes <laughs> surfing at lunch. Why to get them in that flow cycle to get them get their creativity up to let them take risks and to challenge them so they come back and they're more badass employees. But yeah. if you're in a corporation that is really traditional, yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Another thing I wanted to throw in there about the entrepreneur thing, and thank you for giving your perspective on it, because actually, Ellery, I've been an entrepreneur for a very long time. I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. One of the problems is I didn't realize it until maybe <laughs> six or seven years ago, but I've been working for myself in the fitness industry for over 15 years now. And there's a great quote that I read recently, and I know you'll appreciate this. Entrepreneurs are those crazy people who work 100 hours a week so they don't have to work 40 hours for someone else. I love that. I don't know about you, Ellery, but I work a lot. And the only thing that keeps me going with this podcast, which I will eventually turn into my full-time job and all the online stuff that I'm doing in the public speaking, but the only thing that keeps me going with it is that I love it, I'm passionate about it. But I would not be able to do this if it were just like, well, I'm gonna make a lot of money one day, but I freaking hate it. So I think that's an important lesson for anybody mm -hmm. interested in entrepreneurship. You actually work a lot harder. The trade-off is you're working for yourself and your success is based on how good you are and that it's all on you. But oh, yeah, it's I, an I, up and down ride. I think I worked um, maybe 12 or 13 hours yesterday. And it was about 11.30 last night. And my wife's like, aren't you going to bed? I was like, well, I'm not done yet. I was working on my podcast that went out today. I wasn't done. But at the same time, I was kind of tired, but I was nowhere near as exhausted at 11.30 as I was at 6.30 when I used to get off at work. And to what you just said, you made a comment that you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. Everybody really is kind of an entrepreneur. They may not have started their own business, but we all work for ourselves to the point where you might go in and perform tasks. You might not have, you might have a W-2 instead of your own LLC or something like that. But as soon as you're done producing, you're going to be let go. So we all are working for ourselves to some degree. Yeah. We're all CEO of Ted Rice Incorporated or <laughs> Ellery Wells Incorporated. That's such a great point, Ellery. Could you elaborate on that a little bit more? And then I'd love to get into some branding. Sure. When you're an entrepreneur, let's say my business, if I stop coaching people, I have both passive and active income. So to make sure everybody knows, active is you work an hour, you get paid for an hour. Passive would be I create an ebook and people can still buy it six months from now and I don't do any additional work. So I have both of those. When you are working for somebody else, just like I have the work an hour, get paid an hour when I'm coaching people, you work from nine to five or whatever, and you get paid for work from nine to five. So if you left, if you stopped, sure, you might have vacation days or things like that. But once you stop working, you stop getting paid. And it's the same thing with entrepreneurship, except when you work for somebody else, you don't really ever have that opportunity for the passive 
income, the long-term benefits of your work work today. So that's kind of what I mean. You can go and you can work. You get paid once for doing work once, and then you're done. And if you stop, you stop getting paid. So we're all entrepreneurs in the extent of we have to work for our money, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And not only that, but what I would add to that is that just as I get hired by my clients to train them, or you get hired for coaching, we all represent ourselves in negotiations for that business arrangement. And we need to represent ourselves in a way that conveys our value as a worker and as a human being. There's not a lot of people who are going to care how good you are at what you do. If you got a nasty attitude or you don't connect well with people unless you make them a shitload of money, a lot, a lot of money and uh, (laughs) enough to put up with how negative or terrible you are. So anyway, without going on too much about that, our personal brand, it's something that why I feel comfortable promoting you as a coach of entrepreneurs. It's because I've been on your website and that whole thing about branding and all the other stuff that you do. But what stuck out to me a lot, and you and I actually had a conversation about this yesterday, is the branding. Can you explain what branding is, why it's important, whether you're an entrepreneur or just working for someone else, I shouldn't say just, but if you're working (laughs) for someone else, And then we can get into how we can improve our personal brand. Sure, your personal brand is almost synonymous with reputation. You can think of it like Coca-Cola. Now, everybody who just heard me say Coca-Cola immediately thinks either a red can, sugar, a caffeinated drink, I love Coke, prefer Pepsi, or I drink Diet Coke. Everyone has a perception of Coca-Cola. And that perception of Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola's brand. And they want you to think bubbly and happy and summer and skater people. You know, you've seen those commercials and all those kinds of things. But that's Coca-Cola's brand. And each of us have a brand too, whether we want to or not, whether you like the term personal brand or not, or you agree with a friend of mine, Dan, I'm not a brand, I'm a human, you know, all of that stuff. (laughs) You still have a personal brand and it's really nothing more than what do people think about you when they hear your name or hear your voice or see you coming down the hallway or you hear someone mention you in a conversation. You know, when people hear the name Ted Rice or the Alpha Man Project, what perception comes to mind? And for me, branding is something that's kind of evolved, but it's kind of cool too. If you're aware of what your brand is or you're intentional about creating it, it can be kind of cool. So for example, I have my logo or I have two or three for different purposes, they're on everything that's associated with that. So my business card has the same logo as the header on my website. I also put that same logo on a lot of my videos. If it's my podcast, it's my podcast logo. And they don't have to be big and intrusive, but for me, it's even fonts that are the same or colors that are the same. Any of my instructional videos, I just developed this idea over the last three or four days, but anything that I'm teaching someone how to do something in a video, it's going to have my expertise course logo on it. And it's just anytime people see that, it's part of the brand and they either think, oh, that's cool or, oh, that's kind of dumb. 
Our friend Chris Cerrone, for example, he always wore like that Newsies hat. I don't know what they're called, but that was part of his brand. In Dallas back in the 90s, a guy named Troy Duncan, every time he was on TV, he did the news or the weather or something, he always had a bow tie, and that was part of his brand. And we just get recognized for things, and it ties things together. It's kind of like a stamp of approval. If I see this ripped guy in the tight red Under Armour shirt, I know it's going to be Ted. And if I see that on a Skype call or on a podcast logo or on his website, I know that's Ted. And it's just saying like, if Ted's associated with this and I trust Ted, then this product is okay to buy or this person is okay to listen to. So we have to be careful as entrepreneurs, as what we put our, quote, stamp of approval on, who we associate with. But if you are an employed person, if you work for somebody else, your brand is also incredibly important. And sometimes it can be, well, every time I go to Susan, she produces incredible results. Or every time I go to Jeff, he comes back early or on time and he exceeds my expectations. Or every time I go to Jason, that guy's always got a bad attitude. Why does he still work here? Those are all little snippets of a brand that we project. And if we can consciously think about the brand that we're putting out there, you can have a much better effect, negative or positive. Man, that was such a powerful explanation of branding and what it is. And I would add there, you know, if you're listening and you're wondering why should you care or maybe, yeah, let's just leave it at that. Why should you care about this talk on branding? If you're having trouble with relationships with women, if you're having trouble with people at work, if you're not being appreciated at work or family, friends, whatever it is. Family and friends can be a little bit different because if you've grown up with them and spent a lot of time, even though you evolve, their perception of you may not evolve (laughs) along with it, but definitely in dating and definitely in professional situations at your job, meeting with clients, if you're not getting what you want, you need to listen to Ellery and think about what are you communicating through your reputation, if you want to use that word, or personal brand? I kind of like personal brand. Maybe it's because I'm reading so much marketing stuff. But know that you can change the way people are looking at you. And I want to give a quick example uh, because I said I was an entrepreneur for 15 years, but I just figured out recently. One of the things that was my personal brand before I really stepped up my professionalism and stepped up my business skills was I was a very good trainer who was awkward with people, who was scared of talking about money, who lacked confidence and had trouble charging premium rates for clients, even though I had the skills to back it up. As much as I dislike to admit that, that was my personal brand. Mm -hmm. Now I'm very, I don't want to say aggressive about what I do, but I'm very bold when I talk to clients and they want to deal on what I charge. They need to pay me upfront for three, six, or 12 months, however they, and I'm very for, I look them straight in the eye. I'm not mean about it. I'm not aggressive trying to intimidate, but rock solid would be, that's part of my brand now. I'm a rock solid, bold guy who doesn't budge unless you're willing to make a concession for me. That's my personal brand in my business right now. 
So that's perfect. I've been married and tied to the same person for like I don't know, twelve years. So I don't, I don't generally think of the dating part, but to that point, you know, it's like women talk like, "Why is she with that dude?" or "That guy's a jerk." Why is she even talking to him? And that's part of your personal brand too, whether you want to admit it or not. You know, people talk, not just women. Guys do too. Like, I'm not going to invite him to go have beer and pizza because he's an ass. Or, or he criticizes just, and talks crap about people who are more successful than him. Exactly. Nobody likes to be around those negative people. And the same principles that we're talking about for employees or entrepreneurs, it works when you're talking about friendships too. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's good stuff. And how do we, I mean, I guess this comes down to personal development, but how did you help develop your brand through not just the things you mentioned where you have the same logo on the videos and your websites and everything that you had mentioned about that, but what about you as a person, your reputation? How have you developed that since becoming an entrepreneur and learning about the personal development, the personal branding? And what can you tell guys about how they can do the same. I had to know what I wanted to be perceived as. I'm more of a shorts and polo type person, but there are other people out there who dress, I don't know if people say to the nines anymore. I don't know if that's an old person saying or not. I was but, on a bus the other day at Bow Harbor Mall, advertising Bow Harbor Mall, which is one of the most luxurious, profitable malls in the entire country. So there you go. <laughs> they may say to the night, but Pat Flynn, again, who we were talking about before, he wears a wears slacks and a vest and a tie when he speaks. That's part of his personal brand. And if you are walking into a job interview, it's that, you know, we make split decisions on whether we hire someone, whether we want to do business with someone, or when Ted and I meet for the first time in Florida and we're like, hey, we should do podcasts together. We look at the brand, the perception that we see. And honestly, I I don't want to say if, if I did just a ton of research on creating a personal brand, I just kind of stumbled into it. Just wanted to create well, let me back up. I'm the same person whether my mom is sitting in the in my office or she's not even around. I try to be completely consistent with almost anybody that I talk to. And I wanted to create a level of consistency across my friends, across my website, across my podcast. Yeah. Part of that, again, like I was mentioning with fonts and colors and things like that, it's just I want people to know what to expect when they call El Ellery on the phone or when they go to elleriewells.com or they listen to the Empowered Podcast, they know they're going to get someone who's not perfect, who's done a lot of stupid stuff, but who might be further down the path than me and who is willing to turn around and offer some suggestions. And I just want to create, and, and that's what I would encourage everyone to do, is just to create the kind of reputation that you want to have in a year. Start building it today. If you want to be known as the guy who's always on time, or early, start being on time and early. If you want to be the guy who shows up 15 minutes late and nobody can rely on, well, keep doing <laughs> what you're doing. We all know those people. Yes, and, but, but when that's part when, of their brand, very true. Exactly, but when the stakes are higher, when you are managing your own business or when you are trying to get a promotion or a raise or a new job, those are all higher stakes than hanging out and having wings and beer with Ted you know, at Buffalo Wild Wings. When the stakes are higher like that, you have to step up your game as well. 
And that's what I learned. Yeah, I, I did, like I just said, I've done a lot of stupid stuff and a lot of the things that I've learned over the last few years is through trial and error. And one of those things is creating a consistent brandable experience. So if you see my logo on something, hopefully I've built a relationship with you through email or on social media or something that if my logo is on something, you know, Ellery is associated with that and I can trust him a little bit more than just a stranger off the street. Does that answer your question? Yeah, and okay. absolutely. And, you know, I just want to also throw in that I was in a seminar on actually personal development for men. And the guy said something really interesting. He's like, if you want to be a very successful man, if you want to be successful, it was actually on dating on with women. This was years ago, but I still remember. He's like, listen, you got to learn these things. I think it was five things. I can't remember all of them. But marketing and branding was one of the things. So he was saying to be successful in all areas of life, learn this thing called marketing and called branding. And it was like, man, he also said public speaking is one of the other ones that really stood out. And that's just a a way of improving your communication skills and also conveying your brand to more people is what I would say public speaking is, right, Ellery? Exactly. And the phrase perception is reality definitely holds true. And we can, I don't want to say like if you start dressing nice, you're going to be successful or whatever. Because, and I'm not talking necessarily about being superficial that you have to wear a suit. I don't wear a suit and tie. I don't, I guess I own some, but I mean, it's, it's so. Hey, man, long. I got one myself and that's it. It hardly gets <laughs> weird. But, Worn. It can be more than that. And everybody, no matter what you do, if you're a clerk or a file clerk or something, you are in sales. When you want a promotion, you have to sell your skills and abilities. If you want to date the hot chick in the room, you got to sell yourself and your worthiness. To her. There's, it's so, Or you just want to convince your kids to eat their dinner or whatever. Everybody's in sales. And part of sales is marketing. And part of marketing is looking nice, being reliable, being on time, being fit and healthy. But again, creating that consistent you across all areas of your life. I just thought of this. It's very hard to do if you're miserable Monday through Friday and you're the party guy on the weekends. It's very hard to do that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's my perception of branding. It's just creating you're intentionally creating the reputation that you want to have and the thoughts that you want people to have about you. Yeah, beautiful. That was uh, perfectly stated. And that, right, like you mentioned, is something you can take charge of and create and you can think about it. And why would you want to do this? Well, we've already gone into it. But if you really want to change your life, if you really want to get a better job, date more women or find, you know, whatever it is that you want, you're going to have to do something different than what you've been doing. Because what you've been doing hasn't gotten you what you wanted. You're going to have to change something. And a big part of that is how we put ourselves out to the world. I know we've been talking about it for probably 20 minutes, but it's just so, so important. And it's something I wish I knew back when I had first started. I'd be like you, Ellery. It's not something I dwell on. It's just something I'm like, if someone asks me, I share that story. Like, yeah, I really messed up a lot and I'm not nearly as successful. I should be owning personal training in Miami Beach. Everybody should be (laughs) 
you know, with my level of skill and my level of expertise, you know, I should have had it all together and I could never figure out why people weren't as into me as a personal trainer, into me hiring. Just, I mean, I did well, but knocking down my door to get me to train them. And it wasn't until I started learning concepts like marketing and specifically branding, which is huge because that really communicates who you are and who you want to talk to. And that will attract some people and it will repel other people. And that's a good thing, but you need to be conscious about how you're putting it out there. And it wasn't until I'd started doing that where I started getting these high-end clients. This guy was not happy when I turned him down today, but it just wasn't worth my time at this point in my life and where I am professionally. Well, Ellery, let's talk about, man, this has been such a fantastic talk. Let's talk about what you do with your podcast and your website. And uh, yeah, we'll wrap things up. So I thanks for letting me throw that in there. I blog and run my website and my coaching and my training courses from elleriewells.com. It's E-L-L dot com, And my goal with that is to empower and equip entrepreneurs, to give them the tools, give you the tools, you as the listener, the tools to be successful. And specifically, if I had two areas of expertise is I'm pretty good. Or I'm really good, I should say. I should be have more confidence in myself. I'm really good at figuring out how to remove technology obstacles and dollar amount obstacles. I've just found low-tech ways and low-cost ways to build an online business. And I don't want technology or money to get in the way of you doing what you want to do or doing something incredible or maybe even just escaping a job that you're not a a huge fan of. And on my podcast, which Ted mentioned before is the Empowered Podcast, I want to help people develop, grow, and overcome the challenges that they're facing. Again, technology or not, just sharing cool people's stories. If you listen to my show, you'll hear some incredible stories from my guests. And if you listen to those stories, you'll say, hey, if they did it. I can do it too. And just want to be an encouraging, positive force in the world. There's a lot of negativity, Ted. You know that. And my personal motto, if I had one to boil it down to, is you can't make a positive change with a negative attitude. Wow. And I try to, yeah. to share that on my podcast and on my blog. And um, hopefully, hopefully, your the listeners will, will get that uh, when they come away from, from this episode. You can't make a positive change with a negative attitude. Man, I, I love that. You can't make a positive change with a negative attitude. Wow, there are a lot of people in fitness that need to hear that. (laughs) Anyway, that's kind of a non sequitur maybe a little bit, but uh, there's a lot of people who are very knowledgeable in fitness and they trash people who are successful but not as knowledgeable as them because they don't have these marketing, personal branding, all these other things that you talked about. Well, Ellery, that was awesome. And yeah, check out Ellery's podcast. If you couldn't tell from the episode from just listening to Ellery now, he is a solid podcaster. I'd want to say, you know, I told him the other day, I told you the other day, Ellery, I was like, man, I really liked your podcast. Like, and you're like, man, you sound surprised. It's not like I was uh, like thought it was going to suck. But like I told him, I thought it was exceptionally good and insightful. And yeah, so you should definitely Thank check you. it out. Yeah, absolutely, man. Any last words? 
Just, I like connecting with people like we talked about. I'm Ellery Wells on Twitter, Facebook slash Ellery Wells. Just tell me what you're up to. You know, I, I would love to learn from you as the listener and uh, just go connect with me and say hi. Awesome. Cool. Well, there you go. Ellery, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Really appreciate you sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, and I had a great time. It was fun. Me too, Ted. Thanks for having me. You rocked my face off, man. You've reached the end of another episode of the Alpha Man Project. Connect with us at alphamanproject.com. Your feedback is really important to us. It helps us learn, develop, and most importantly, improve our podcast for you. Give us a review on iTunes and receive a free grocery shopping list and four-week muscle-building workout. See you next episode.